Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Welcome to the Brain Buster. Boy, hey, no, 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 no. You got to give me an all right again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's got to be this computer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Let's just switch it. Fuck it. I have it right here, so it'll only take a sec, and I can just okay. access that same Zoom link. So okay. just give me like two minutes, and I'll be ready. Okay, cool. This will be another good. Hold on. You ready? Do it. All right. Welcome to the Brain Buster Boys, episode 78. My name is Brett Jagger, along with Beaumont. You're trying to do what the rapper did, the West Side Gun, when he was like, boom, 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 you know, I thought that was cool. I don't know if he said, boom, 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 buffalo or black sheep. Have you any more, you know, but you put you pulled that one off. Unlike the first. All right. This is the Brain Buster Boys. Dope. So good. Switching devices. And it's much, much better here. But yeah, I think I did the last time. And now that we're for your name. Yeah, I should do it for brain. Busters. No, I'm kidding. But we're in a new universe, as we know. So all bets are off. Yes. What's the book of Turner? I have no idea. I've never just, heard of it. Was something, that was weird. It was, it, it, it was a weird binder that was in your room. It was a literal binder. Yeah. You know, it, it wasn't a permabound book, but it, it yeah. was a binder. Yeah. Some fucking binder. Well, here we are um, back again now trying to get, I guess we're pretty close to a normal schedule here. Uh, you know, yeah. doing this on Monday instead of Sunday because uh, we both had long weekends. Yes, we um, did. A lot of work for me, a lot of play as well. And yes. uh, I think a little play for you as well. And uh-huh. uh, <laughs> yeah, we're back. So uh-huh. uh, yeah, we went to a concert together last Thursday in Louisville, Jungle. It was fucking wonderful. Yes, it was. It was, you know, I don't know. Like it was uh, I, like similar to I'm sure like the same tour, similar set list to the Cincinnati show. But uh, I don't know. I felt felt pretty engaged. I guess also this time I didn't have to work the next day, so I just yeah. kind of kind of let it, let her fly a little bit, and more. a little more of a crowd too, which just made it more engaging. I think. And yeah. We had a kind of separate crew of uh, female friends join up with us as well, and yes. uh, we had just a good old hoot nanny. Yes, we did. It was a hoot, and uh, we had a nanny that babysat the kids, which was us. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, um, I guess uh, you had a fun Friday night uh, watching our Louisville Cardinals no. <laughs> avenge their week one blowout to Syracuse, defeating the, the UCF Golden Knights yes. in their home stadium, which they were like, what, 31 and two in their 31 last 33. and two and big favorites. And just, I don't know, somehow, um, I guess we'll have to tell the story 
some magical other... there was some magic in the air let's yeah, there, just yeah, put yeah, it that yeah, way yeah there's some magic in the air there's circumstances um <laughs> that, that 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 i put upon myself that only yes. happens during you the you are the reason they won that game yeah yeah 100%. Yeah. yeah yeah we took acid but uh but yeah um <laughs> what what's but, that uh, but 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 yeah uh so um we defeated ucf as we did in the last year it's always just a absurdly compelling thing and just a ridiculous night that follows so um um, Scott so, Satterfield. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, against UCF, Scott, Satter, Scott Satterfield turns into Vince Lombardi. Yeah, you know, and Brian Brown turns into Mike Ditka. When he's Ditka. usually Mike Shitka. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> that guy stinks. We'll see what happens this week. Like, like, what is regression to the mean? Because I like, mean, yeah, yeah, and I mean, we've pretty has Florida State beaten us since we've been in the ACC? No, no, I believe uh, in Scatter, football. Sa, no, no, we're four and four. Uh, Satterfield himself is two and one against. Florida okay, State. so they have. Yeah. It just yeah, seems yeah. like we've got their number, but oh, clearly, yeah. I don't pay attention every year, right. well, down well, years especially. Well, but. we also it's hard to remember that we lost the first two years because they had Jameis Winston. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, talking, yeah, so yeah. my boy JCB from Band from Ringside, he's a Florida State fan, and he had brought up the game where they had come back on us with, like, Cook and Jameis, where we yeah. had that big early lead, so, yeah, I yeah. clearly... That Man, was a that, good. I remember I watched that at B Dubs up here. Yeah, yeah, it was a big Thursday night game, like yeah. big hype Cardinal Stadium yeah. game. Um, and then yeah, and then like the third game was the big Lamar Jackson blowout. Yeah. I mean that to me just encompasses all of it. And then yeah. I feel like we kind of owned them the next few years. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think like those two games they won, and then we kind of broke even with them a little bit. And then the <laughs> last two years, I mean, because we never beat Willie Taggart, isn't that pretty mm-hmm. messed up? We, yeah. we never we never beat <laughs> Willie Taggart. He's a but, bomb. But yeah, their current coach. Which I believe is 0-2 against us, but I think they like these past two years they've been as bad, you yeah. know, like pretty, I mean they beat low, LSU low though. Yeah, yeah. So this year they definitely it seems like they've they've come around. So uh no, it'll be a really interesting game. And you know, if they come out, if Louisville wins and they come out two and one, it doesn't really wipe this whole Syracuse thing away. No, but that's but, what Lee and I were saying. It's like you come out of these first two one and one. That's yeah. kind of what we thought, and yeah. now we've got a little momentum on our side. Yeah, 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 getting the first loss out of the way like that, and we'll see what happens, see what regression to the mean is, because I think, like, as bad as the Syracuse game was, as far on the bad side of the pendulum, I don't think the UCF was equivalent on the good side, because I no. still think, I still think you know, play calling and, 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 and some passing and stuff like that wasn't as good. So we'll see kind of where this next thing lands, but at least I don't think it'll be as bad as the Syracuse debacle. You know, <laughs> like I'm glad that, you know, that seems to be the worst version of the team right there. So um, speaking oh, of debacles, Oh Lord. <laughs> our, uh, our proud Cincinnati Bengals defending AFC champions, uh, Boy, that was a debacle, but man, yeah. that was one it's, I was there on the sidelines working yeah. and uh, that was a treat to be down there for that yeah. game. Cause that was just insane. And at the end of the day, who would have thought our long snapper getting injured is what really cost us the game. Oh yeah. And I can't yeah. even just, it sucks that it's the Steelers, but it's evident that they suck. That's yeah. not a good football team. No. We had five turnovers to their zero and still should have won the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, not concerned. I'm most concerned about the offensive line still looking shitty. That yeah. was bad. Um, you know, obviously Burrow threw four picks, but that's not going to happen again. Right. Defense still looked really good. I'm not concerned. Super Bowl hangover. Now we've got – the Cowboys with Cooper Rush starting yeah. and the Jets with Joe Flacco starting. So right. 
both on the road, but should be able to set us right. But uh, yeah, yesterday was a wild, wild affair. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm sure like, like maybe like uh, you could see it on TV, how like the, that, that long snapper snaps, like the second one um, for the field go that he missed yeah. over time was Slow like, and so high, high. Yeah. so high, like, like, like um, Kevin Huber had to like catch it up here, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I assume, I don't know if they have someone on the practice squad. They or did, they already signed him. Yeah. Find him or that guy's getting, yeah, I kind of figured that would happen. Cal Adamatis. Cal Adamatis. And so <laughs> someone else also pointed that Drew Sample, I think it was on the field goal. Or no, on the extra no, point. No, on the extra talk. point. Yeah, just Drew let Sample. Minka blow right by him. Yeah, so, you know, obviously Drew Sample, much maligned. But, uh, uh, um, you know, also good, you know, for our tight end, I thought Hayden Hurst had a good game. Yeah, yeah. Glad, glad to see glad to see him. So, and, uh, I I was right next. the You know, the in the fourth quarter, like when there was 250, when Chase caught that ball at the one, yeah. and it, you've seen the photo that it was clearly a touchdown. Yeah, I yeah. was standing, like, right there. And yeah. with these other guys, it's like, that was a touchdown. Like we yeah. were, you could see it clear as day. Yeah. And we didn't, didn't review it or anything. Cause it, it, when I get it, it's first and goal from the one, you know, yeah. you think you're going to punch that in, but man, there were just so many missed opportunities. Yeah. Um, but again, I'm not super concerned. No, I, um, no, I, I'm not either. Like we played a bad game. Oh, you know, it wasn't I, I like, can't you know, imagine we'll play worse than that. You know? Yeah. 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 That was a, yeah, five turnovers. Um, you know, especially knowing like Joe. A, oh, sorry. Go ahead. And, and not a lot of like, it was a lot of like, like TJ Watt making insane plays, you he know, was wild. And then yeah, he he got wild. Hurt. hurt. Yeah. And so, um, speaking of hurt, hopefully what is a T Higgins is okay. Yeah. That definitely cost us. Um, and there's, uh, I could get into a lot, but, uh, yeah. I know no one cares or wants to hear it. <laughs> I am going to go, I'm going to be at the game in New York though, week three, cause I'm yeah. going to a wedding that Saturday night. So that'll be fun. It'll be my first game as a fan in over a decade because wow. I work all the home games and I haven't been to a so, road so you, game. So you so. got tickets at the, what, Meadowlands? You I know? haven't yet, but I they're literally like 35 bucks. Right? Uh, oh, really? <laughs> That's not bad for the Jets? Well, yeah, Joe Flacco is their quarterback. Right. I don't think they care right now. Wow, that'd be a hell of an experience, though. Yeah. Like, can you ride the subway up there? Yeah, so I've been talking to our boy Popeye's brother, uh, yeah. Tim, who lives up there. Um, yeah. So he's like, yeah, I usually just take the bus from Penn State or the train from Penn Station, brown bag of beer, and bing, bang, boom, you're there. There it is. That's sick. So, yeah, that I'm excited. Sounds like, sounds like my kind of my kind of public transportation. Right yeah, there. and we lead, I was about to say lead is legal there, but yeah. lead is legal there. So that's yeah. – uh, I, th I, th I, th I thought that was going to be Lee there. Yeah. <laughs> Eat about 50 edibles on the train. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not 50, but I'll eat some. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, we're just going to talk about uh, Dynamite, the fallout from the all-out brawl out. Yes. That could be an episode name. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, anything else uh, you want to get to before we get to that? Not off the top of my head. I think we covered all, all the bases, first, second, third, and fourth. Yeah, and I don't think I really have too much, you know, outside of AEW to report. You know, yeah. Stardom's tournament's still rolling on. It's been good. Uh, watched some of the Kanosuke Takeshita 10th anniversary show last yeah. night in DDT. That was a lot of fun. But yeah, let's get to it. And uh, before that, you can uh, hear all about our new wardrobe from True Classic Tees. Tee it up. Well, 
yes, because today's episode is brought to you by True Classic. Guys, let's talk about t-shirts. Finding that perfect fitting shirt can be just terrible. I swear, the thing is either way too tight or has a case of bacon neck or is just plain big and boxy. Bacon you know? neck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, True Classic wants to make every man look good and feel good. Yeah, tighter fit in the chest and sleeves to make your arms pop and room in the torso, keeping things cozy. Plus, all their styles are super soft and pocket friendly. So guys, no excuses. Get rid of those ratty t-shirts with the bacon neck I know you've been hanging on to for years and get ready to upgrade. And we've got an exclusive deal for our listeners. We want to hook you up with some true classic. For a limited time only, you can get 25% off with the code, you know it, BBB at trueclassic.com. Tell them more, Beaumont. All right, we got some talking points here, but uh, do you like your bacon neck shirts um, crispy or chewy? I'm a little more chewy. Yeah, oh, yeah, I am too. Yeah. yeah. I chew on my shirt collar. Yeah, uh, so anyways, almost all men's t-shirts are designed to look good on a certain body type, you know. Well, you think the skinny models with the six pass, but most of us aren't packing anything but a few beers and dick ultras. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that, my dudes. It's simple. You're wearing the wrong clothes. Um, the thing about True Classic Tees is they taper off toward the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. You can throw on that True Classic with confidence, knowing we've got your bases covered. And they're more than a t-shirt company. Uh, they have all the menswear staples you can need. They got polos. They got workout shirts with the same flattering fit. Mm. The boxer briefs designed to keep your boys feeling nice and comfortable. We know all about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they make it super easy to build out your wardrobe. And you get top-notch quality for a great value. They have mm. this pack builder on their website where, you, wow, you could custom bundle all of their essential products and save even more than the discount we're offering you today. Um and for any of the big boys out there, they have long body options for the tall guys and up the triple XL on their staple color. That's me. I'm a tall, I'm a tall guy. You're a tall guy. Um, True Classic will make you feel your best by accentuating the places the eye goes to first. Wink wink. Um, whether you have abs or flabs, their clothes look great on all body types. God, they're all about rhymes. Skinny dude. I'm a flab. Yeah. <laughs> Skinny dudes, big dudes, buff dudes, my dudes, dudes. True classic as you're covered. What about little buff boys? I'll tell you, get comfortable, get going, and upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic. Get 25% off at trueclassic.com with the code BBB. Free shipping is included on purchases over $100 and a 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. True classic. When you look good, you feel good. Good. Great. W Dynamite number 153 coming to you from the Key Bank Center. Buffalo. Who play, huh? Who plays there? Though you, you didn't say Buffalo, but then I was. Um, I mean, I can't imagine it's. It could be the Sabres, but Sabres, they're usually, yeah. But they're okay. usually more in like college arenas. So maybe it's the Buff. The Buff. What is their name? I was going to say the Buffs, but that's Colorado. The, the, the Bisons? Buffalo yeah, Bisons, I think. Bison. Isn't it yeah. just Bison? 
Isn't that yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. words that's singular when it's it, plural? It, it is. Hang on, Buffalo. <laughs> well, so actually, so the Buffalo by Suns, plural, are the um the triple A team who plays oh, up there. Remember okay. the, the, the during COVID, the Blue Jays played at their stadium. When yeah, they yeah, yeah. Have people coming to Canada. I do so, remember that. So they are the Buffalo Bulls. Oh, okay. Wow. That's really confusing. Yeah, interesting. But hey, yeah. yeah, there we are, Buffalo, New York, and uh, it starts with a uh, good old Max. Well, Jacob Friedman makes his dynamite return, and he's toting a Josh Allen jersey and acting like he's the nicest guy in the world, and uh, he just loves Buffalo and all yeah. the fans, doesn't he? Yeah, and like. It gave people, I think, what they wanted because I think people want to like, like, pe- like people want people to wanted to cheer him. I mean, initially, yeah, 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 but also like the fun it is in booing him. So I feel like this was yeah. like, like you knew where this is going, but like he acted on it in the right way. Yeah, um, I guess like should we mention Tony Khan's little ditty? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 I guess yeah, that came up first. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. <clears throat> I'm glad it was pre-taped because he's not great with a live mic in his hand. No, and like he didn't need all his goons to come out in the ring. No, and yeah, no. Well, no. Um, so yeah, he announces. Yeah, good call. I uh, I really jumped the gun because yeah, of course the big question coming into this episode was what's going to happen with the world title, and now we know the trios title because it wasn't certain. I think that that was going to be vacated, mm-hmm. um, but. TK, he vacates both the AEW World Championship, which was held by CM Punk, and the Trios Championship won by the Elite, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. So we've got a tournament of champions for the AEW World Championship and a match for the Trios tournament or Trios titles to kick off the show, which was Death Triangle versus Best Friends. And, you know, I thought, why not the Dark Order? Because they were in the final and they almost won the match. But I think Silver and Reynolds both got hurt. And then really? Hangman was obviously in this tournament of champions. So, um, yeah, what you think of kind of this, you know, reshuffling of the deck, as people are calling it here? Yeah, I mean, honestly, to me, it's more exciting just because, I don't know, I think like having CM Punk as a champion, they would give him time just to kind of parade around and get all these easy wins, <laughs> you know. Um, and then it would be months and months and months and months and probably until next year, you yeah. know, probably until 2023 before P-U. like, yeah. So I think it at least freshens things up for a company that like kind of needs it, you know, oh, like, like, yeah. like, 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 isn't, isn't like in desperate need of it, but like could use it for sure. Like, I'm over, gl- yeah, these past few months have gotten a little fucky over I, there. I am disappointed that Kenny and the elite, you know, lost that because I was happy to see them back and they obviously yeah. were part of, an absolutely uh, wonderful, yeah. exciting match. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but yeah, so that one definitely sucks a lot more than the CM Punk one. Um, but, you know, it seems like the right move. Um, and like him just doing Punk would make it seem like he's targeting him and would continue sort of. Yeah, the, I think a, they a, had the, to be suspended yeah. as well. And I create, guess, yeah, we don't know how long they're suspended for, but yeah. yeah it would create a big toxic kind of news cycle where people will be like, oh, he's showing favoritism and like, you know, especially if he doesn't want to be a character in the show, you definitely want to stay away from that. So, yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's come out that CM Punk, his tricep or bicep injury, whatever it was, is an eight month recovery. You know, they haven't announced anything beyond that. I mean, that wasn't even AEW announcing that. So who knows if he's got a job or not or when the Bucks and Kenny will be back. But yeah, they're all gone for now. 
And um, I like the tournament of champions idea because yeah. it's like, okay, these are all people who have held championships. Granted, Brian Danielson outside of this company, but the rest of them all in. So we have the opening round matches of Brian Danielson versus Hangman Page, which we'll get into here. And then from Rampage uh, this past Friday, Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. I'll, I watched the show, so I'll I, least... I, which which I watched that match too. Oh, you did? Uh, okay, yeah, cool. we did. Yeah, yeah. We, um, so Kip, who is part of the, the UCF crew, uh, is a big AEW fan who's listening. Oh, nice. To the show. If you're listening, hey Kip, hey Corp, um, hey Corp. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so the, the morning we got up, um, you know, before uh, football came on, we turned on Rampage and didn't get through all of it, but we yeah. got through um, Claudio and, and Dax and. Uh, oh, Sammy you did watch Claudio Darby. Dax as yes. well. Yes. Yeah, that match rule. They were both good. I thought, yep. you know, Sammy Darby obviously was a bit of a fuck fest with all the, you know, outside interference from right. the ladies. And uh, but it was fun. I mean, hell, Sammy catching Darby in that cutter outside the ring and yeah. just some other insane spots. And uh, mm-hmm. since we're not going to talk about Rampage, we may as well get it in here. And sure. uh, Dax Claudio, outstanding effort. I mean, another four and a quarter star match from Dax for me, which seems to be like every time he goes out there in a singles match, that's like the floor. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he never wins. You know, it is what it is. Uh, hopefully he'll start getting some singles wins at some point, but yeah. uh, great match. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Great match for sure. And I think like, you know, FTR has got to kind of run their championship course. I think, you know, maybe before that happens, like him getting significant singles wins, it seems to me at least. And they still need a shot at the AEW tag titles. We don't know when that's going to be, but uh, okay. Then uh, the, so then the winner of each of the, the winner of Hangman and Danielson to fight Jericho. And then the winner of uh, Darby Sammy to fight John, or yeah, John Moxley. So um, we'll get into all that, but yeah, already talked about MJF. And of course he, you know, that brought out Moxley after he was sucking up the crowd and apologizing for calling him Marx and all that. Mox comes out and is like, you're full of shit, <laughs> pretty much. And yeah. uh, MJF quickly rips off the jersey, starts ripping on the fans again. And like you said, we kind we got the best of both worlds because, you know, you still want to boo him because he's MJF. That's but what now, he's good at. But know? now yeah. it's like you want to cheer him because he's awesome and he's so good at what he does. Right. I know there's a lot of people that are, aren't happy that he didn't come back as a full-fledged face, but it's like that's just not who MJF is. I no. mean, he can still act facey at times. Like he's not, you know, he can swim back and forth, I think, a little bit. Um, yeah. And when you got Moxley in there, of course he's going to be the heel. So. Yeah. I thought this was all very well done. And then Moxley's promo about the championship and the importance of that, I thought was outstanding. Cause it's like, you know, this is a time when the AEW championship doesn't have a ton of value right now. Cause it's just been ping pong and going back and forth. And it's like that promo to me kind of brought just a little bit more legitimacy to it and kind of like, okay, this is an important fucking thing. And uh, Moxley come, he's, called himself the ace, which I totally agree with. He is the heart and soul of this company. And yeah, I just thought back to back outstanding promos from both of these guys. Yeah, no, I completely agree. What a way to kick off the show. You know, it was exactly what was needed. Absolutely. As I'm plugging my shit in here. Um, yeah. And I mean, I guess let's just talk about this little tournament. So before the matches happened, I had said, I thought, I think it will be, Danielson over Moxley in the finals. That was yeah. even before the. I thought the winner of the Hangman Danielson match would win the whole thing. Was kind of how I was feeling. Right. 
Because you'll be able to get Danielson. He gets his revenge over Hangman, who had he hadn't beaten. He gets his revenge over Jericho, who he hadn't beaten. And he gets his revenge over Moxley, who he hasn't beaten. Yeah. So, and it's fresh. You know, he's been kind of on the outs of, you know, all the Blackpool Combat Club had had gold except him. He had that little bit of an injury. But, I mean, let's not forget a year ago when he came in, he was the best wrestler in the world and was on top here. And, um, you know, I think he deserves it and it's something fresh and new. And that's kind of how I think. How do you feel? Yeah, no, I, I kind of feel the same way. I think that would be kind of the best forward direction uh, for the company and for the title. Um, you know, I think it needs to be definitive. And I think whoever needs to win it needs to, you know, have a pretty like solid reign. And I think he's somebody, you know, who's a not a repeat champion, which like the other three contenders are repeat champions. And you just had a repeat intern champion with Moxley. Yep. So I think, yeah, fresh start. Yeah. And I mean, that begs the question, though. I agree with you in terms of I think it should be a long reign, but MJF is waiting in the wings with his poker chip. And yeah. it seems, you know, I mean, obviously the finals here is going to happen next Wednesday at Arthur Ashe. Um, and then I assume whoever wins that will face MJF at full gear. And now, you know, everyone had been saying, you know, MJF should get the title, MJF should get the title. And I don't disagree one bit, but do you, so let's just say hypothetically, it is MJF Danielson at full gear. Who do you want to win that match? I, I, I mean, it's, it's I'm, tough, I'm, isn't it? I mean, like, like imagining myself sitting there with everybody <laughs> yeah. you know, watching it, I would want MJF to win, but I think he could totally take an L and like, yeah. like spice things up and, and like, and come back better. You know, I think this feud mm -hmm. could kind of evolve and, you know, he's going to use the chip and be like really cocky about it. And I think like, you know, you could get, you could get just a lot more mileage <clears throat> out of that than just having him win right then and there. And then another thing that we didn't get any explanation or talk of really was his affiliation with Stokely Hathaway and yeah. gang, because obviously they helped him win that match. Stokely handed him the chip, but on dynamite, there was, I mean, they, they showed like the flashback of that, but I don't think there was any mention of MJF and Stokely or, you know, where this is headed. So right. That'll be intriguing to see. I mean, I can't imagine he's just going to be by himself after all that, but I don't know. I mean, I, again, we talked about, I'd love to see Ethan Page and MJF together in a stable. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. The guns, obviously, we've been heaping praise on them the last few months. Moriarty, we could go on and on. But, uh, yeah. yeah, a great way to start this show, um, you know, after the just absolute mess of the last, you know, week bef before this. So, yeah. yeah, it's a new era for the Brainbuster boys, and it's a new era in AEW. And uh, let's cut the bullshit. Let's get back to uh, the roots here. Some good wrestling, some good stories, and let's have some fucking fun, eh? Yeah, yeah no. I think, uh, I, like I said, I think this is this is very necessary because it just seems like there's nothing for the past couple months, but like negative news coming out um, from backstage yes. in the locker room. And I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, everything was hunky dory before he showed up, but ah, it's just a shame. It's just a shame. Yeah. All right. So the vacant AEW trios championship. Uh, I was going to say tournament, but it ain't no tournament. Um. 
We had the death triangle of Pac, Penta, and Phoenix defeat Orange Cassidy and the Best Friends. Um, very fun, good, fast-paced, energetic, classic, old-school, dynamite-type opener match, eh, brother? Yeah, yeah. No, this was this was really this was a really exciting one. You know, especially like glad like Best Friends got a chance to you know. Because, like, I feel like Orange really hasn't been, like, in a big feature match since that three-way with him and Pac and Kenny, you know, so I'm glad that they kind of got, like, some sort of, you know, big match. And I know it really wasn't hyped up or anything because of the scenario, but, I mean, you know, they were involved with, you know, the Death Triangle, who are all excellent wrestlers. So, yeah. Don't forget about Orange Cassidy and Will Ospreay. Oh, shit. Oops. Yeah, that might be – that's, like, top three – that oh, top yeah. five AEW match of the year for me. Well, well and, and that wasn't even up there in the card. You know, that was just I kind know. of like a mid a mid card match that just that you know, was froze. match of the night on the best AEW show of the year, in my opinion. Great. Yeah. I was there. I'm super biased, but from like an entertainment wrestling standpoint, it was amazing. Even yeah. so, it, but anywho, yeah, this match was great. A lot of people thought the best friends would win because you know you kind of give Orange his first belt. Obviously, Pac is a current champ. The Lucha Bros have held the tag titles, but they went that way. Pac becomes the first double champion in AEW, which is awesome. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I always love to see Chuck Taylor get some shine. That's a guy that people don't respect enough. I mean, he's not on TV a ton. I think he's one of the most underrated guys in the company. Um Anyone who uh, wants to shit on me for that, you can suck off because there's been <laughs> people on our like Twitter group. So I just yeah. kind of gave him shit for it. But um, yeah, again, just a fun, uh, fun little opener here. And uh, it is a shame that the elite aren't going to be here. But I had mentioned uh, to Tim King on the Wrestling Index, which you can also find on Visionaries Global Media, that I want I want to see the trios championship defended frequently like we've got a ton of factions and groups now like the tnt championship of old where i mean when cody had his first run you weren't really watching but it seemed like every week he was out there defending it putting you know putting guys over even though he was winning you know making guys look good there's just enough talent here that that belt should be featured a lot and you get other people on the card in important matches. So let's, yeah. uh, let's get, let's get these trios titles uh, fired up here, baby. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, I think good, good candidates there that I think would make it exciting, you know, and I, you know, I'm happy for Pack and Lucha, especially Lucha bros, because, you know, I know it's, we've talked about, I guess not in a while, but you know, their loss to Jurassic express and, you know, how a lot of people believe it was because of injury. Yeah. So, you know, at least they get a kind of, you know, kind of sort of, come back into the spotlight a little yeah. bit and they're you know some of the most electrifying people there and yeah we're big lucha bros fans here for show yes um yeah so then we have a uh, dark order being interviewed by tony skiavone and um andrade and jose the assistant um tr- continue to try and recruit 10 yeah um, and i loved on this bit that <laughs> john silver's like your last name is the assistant. <laughs> and then you like shoved him, right? Yeah, that just really geeked yeah. me out. Remember um, I, I texted you, I called him Abrahantes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Uh, Jose Abrahantes. Um, yeah. So um, that's something. I mean, Andrade loves trying to recruit people and get people to work for him. Pay people money. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, I'd like to see him in a bit of a different role here, but yeah. Whatever. I'm, I'm worried he, he's going to go like the Malachi Black route, you know, and kind of 
Like, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen for him. When he, it sounds speaking of Malachi, it does sound like he got what they're calling a conditional release from AEW. Um, I think it's more of like a mental health thing. I know that that was kind of a big reason for him wanting out. So again, hopefully he can get right. And we'd love to see him back in AEW at some point, or maybe in WWE under triple H who would actually use him, Right. Because as much as I love him, we did not get to see anything near the best of him in AEW. So, and now that I'm a big WWE fan again, (laughs) I mean, kind of, I'm on my way. Um, Yeah. I just hope that we can see the man in whichever company at his best again, one day, very soon, because He's incredible, and uh, we haven't really seen that much since he's been here. Yeah, no, exactly. And, oh, so they showed the video of right after the all-out women's match with Jamie Hayter blowing up on Britt Baker. Don't even talk to me. Like, love that. We think we may have talked about this a little last week, but starting to sow the seeds between that breakup – which I think is long overdue and Jamie Hayter needs to start getting a little more light shined on her because she's too damn good not to be. Yeah, no, I think that would like, you know, again, you know, you need some other women in the women's division to really kind of step up because it's been the same people for the last year. Yep. You know, you need, need, need some new people to get kind of a chance to really elevate this thing past what it's been. And we had a new comeback here, Pip Ford, Penelope yep. Ford in her first match back, at least on television, uh, dropping a, a bit of a sloppy contest to mm-hmm. Tony Storm. I mean, it was a quick, like six, okay. seven minute match. It was fine, right? But nothing too much to write home about here, unfortunately. No, I mean, yeah, it was just kind of, um, you know, just sort of a, you know, they need to get Tony Storm out there, you know, get her some wins with the belt, you know. Um, and yep. I think this was just kind of, you know, sort of a legitimacy thing. And I guess her and Kick Sabian, you know, kind of kind of coming back sort of a good way to work them in and sort of matches with some stakes and importance. Yep. And then we had the backstage promos from cool hand Ange and daddy magic, Matt Menard, which I like because we haven't seen these two kind of on their own fucking around as much since they joined the jazz. I mean, I always loved anytime those two got a microphone because they're always so entertaining. So Um, what they were just talking shit about hook and action Bronson. So mm-hmm. both guys being from New York. I mean, I think there's rumors that we may see a tag match between <laughs> 2.0 versus hook and action Bronson, which had happens, Ar- we Arthur let, Ash. Yeah. We got to let rich know. Cause he's a, he's an action Bronson guy. That'll be said. So when is Arthur Ash? It's not next week. Ne- it's next week. So, oh, okay. So yeah, we have next week. a week okay. from this Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So that'll be, that's going to be a good one. Big time. Um, then we have, so uh, you had tweeted out what's Max Caster's rap going to be. Yeah. And he doesn't even get to do it because Swerve cuts it off, which to me signifies a full heel turn Yeah, for Swerve. And I yeah. guess Lee by association, but he hasn't really done anything heel worthy yet. Right. I mean, Swerve was flipping off the camera after they won the titles and then obviously cutting them off here after the acclaims best match of their careers by far yeah. after all this backstage bullshit, you know, the question was, what is Max Caster going to say? You know, they yeah. could go so many different ways and they chose not to. Unfortunately uh, he doesn't, but you know, hopefully that'll make next week's even better when yeah. he gets to fire off. Yeah. I think they needed to figure out time to figure out how to talk about this or how to address it in a yeah. self-referential poking fun itself, you know, kind of way. But, um, 
one thing I think is really funny about that is um, with uh, Daddy Ass up there. He um, like whenever they were talking back to um, Swerve, uh, like you know they're kind of talking, and then he then they give it to to Billy Gunn, and Billy Gunn has like the accent, you know, which like doesn't. <laughs> it was such a bizarre mix, yeah. you know, like like or it just highlighted how how it's such a bizarre mix, and it also underscores, you know, how well it works being such a strange mix. Yeah, um, but but yeah, it, I mean, it's obviously. Um, it's working. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's obviously a, a epidemic of wonderful proportions. There. And they they did officially announce the rematch happening in Arthur Ashe. I mean, you got to think the acclaimed take it here, right? I mean, unless if they lose, then it's okay. That establishes Keith Lee and Swerve as a top heel unit. And then maybe you have FTR coming in and taking it Take from it them at yeah. full gear. I think if the acclaimed lose, that has to be what's happening. Yeah. If not, that's fucked up because yeah. FTR has been the number one team for a, what feels like a right. decade. And, and I could say, cause I think the acclaim, you know, while like being super over, they're just not like, I could also see like the argument be like, Oh yeah. You know, they could use another little bit before they get yeah. to that point. And what if know? FTR wins it and they take it off FTR? Like how wow. big of a moment would that be? That would be I mean, wild. Yeah. Be, so, yeah. you know, I think we'll obviously we'll all be cheering for the acclaimed uh next yep. week for sure but you know if they don't win i think that would be a great way to kind of you know get ftr in the mix and then whenever down the line revolution sometime early next year you put the acclaimed over them in a very big way yeah exactly okay um there was a jericho it was a jericho tie sammy and anna j interview yep. Talking about, um, you know, how he beat Brian Daniels. What's he saying? The B we we see or whatever. Like the yeah. best. What is it? The best wrestler ever. The best sports entertainer. Yeah, ever. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some sort of weird portmanteau yeah. acronym. Hybrid. Yeah, yeah. But I just when he mentioned, um, talked about Daniel Garcia, and he knows he's gonna win, but he's not gonna be there. You know, on his corner again. Right. As we saw and. That I guess they're saying it's going to be he and Sammy in the finals of this tournament of champions, and one of them's going to win it. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, you know, just just standard fair good stuff here. Uh, oh, I did want to mention. I meant to mention this up top. There wasn't even a mention of CM Punk, Kenny Omega, or the Young Bucks at all on the show. So. No. That's just another thing, you know, as we kind of keep going, will they even be mentioned? Yeah, I'm know? sure they, they just I'm, like it would be hard for them not to, especially with the acclaim. But like, I think right now they just don't know how to talk about it other than silence. For you sure. Know. For sure. Um, and then we have a classic squash between Wardlow and Tony Nice for the TNT championship. I mean, gosh, damn it. Um, I know there was some stuff after this, but. I think we talked about this. I know I talked about it with Tim, but why not have Wardlow face all the fucking monsters? You know, we've yeah. got a bunch of big guys here now. Lance Archer, who hasn't been seen since, oh, yeah. the, since his amazing G1 performance. I don't know. Miro, Powerhouse Hobbs, fucking uh, W. Morrissey now. Like, there's so many monsters. 
We're, we've seen enough Lucha's, squashes. Lucha's, Lucha's yeah, yeah. Be, we've seen enough squashes with Wardlow. It's like, what's the point of this? We yeah, know he's yeah. going to win. We're well past this well, point. Well, well, and it was like that with Miro too for the longest time. It's like they, they yeah, I mean, they kept they, feeding him Fuego and yeah, yeah. They have the personnel to do this. Yeah, I, I don't understand what the point is because everyone's too protected. This goes back to what we've been saying for so long. Is like there's not enough upsets. It no one can take a loss, or at least Tony Khan. That way, it's like really, does any of those guys I just mentioned losing to Wardlow in a TNT championship match is not going to hurt them one no, bit? No, not because at all. Wardlow is champion and he is the most protected guy in the company. I think so. Yeah. Um, so come on, let's you know, the TNT title has ever since they moved to TBS. Remember, we had that, that episode TBS is disrespecting the TNT championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it still holds it's, it's, true. It's definitely just kind of uh, been lost in the, you know, I guess with Wardlow, it's not going back and forth, but it still doesn't really have the, the um, there's solid been, he had the one match against it. Orange Cassidy that was pretty good. But mm-hmm. again, you knew he wasn't going to lose. There yeah. was a match against Scorpio. Fine. But yeah, like there's been no threat um, yeah. with all these big guys. You can build up a threat, have yes. a really good match, have Wardlow win by the skin of his teeth one time. I mean, the only time he did was the orange match was the only one that went, you know, 10, 11 minutes. So yeah, yeah come on, be better, be better. And it goes Please. back to, you know, Tony does not know how to book babyface champions. That's always been a problem. Yeah. Hangman, Thunder Rosa, Wardlow. I mean, the Lucha bros, when they were tag champs, whatever. Um, all right, enough enough ripping on it because uh, this next match is great, and this was this really was an awesome show. So um, we had Brian Danielson finally getting his win over Hangman Page in their third contest, and man, yeah. these two just have unbelievable chemistry, and just another sensational match between these two. Yeah, and it's like you know, it's like neither one of them need each other. You know, like neither one of them, like it's like they have chemistry, but like they're not the exact same thing. Like you don't think of Hangman as sort of a submission wrestler. No, they're very yeah. different type wrestlers that yeah. held perfectly. Yeah. And, and and it's, you know, not like the fastest, most high flying thing in the world, but it always has like just enough of everything to, you know, create a pastiche of just a, a wonderful, generally overall all around uh, exciting affair. They're uh, great at yeah. building the drama. Yeah. Sure. Great, great, great at building the drama. And like. You kind of knew Danielson. I kind of thought Danielson would sort of get the win here, especially since, you know, Hangman had kind of, you know, obviously, you know, that we had the tie and then he had had Mm -hmm. the, you know, the um, resume building or the legitimacy win there. But no, this one, um, you know, and like kind of it was a pretty classic Danielson win, too, was that sort of like wrap up pin or that roll. Yeah, the the O'Connor roll is the O'Connor roll. Zack Sabre Jr. does that a lot, too. So, yeah. yeah, just an awesome match. I don't recall, but you just watched it tonight. Did either of them bleed? No, neither of them bled. There's a lot. There's a lot of redness, but yeah, yeah, neither yeah, of them yeah. bled. Good, because yeah. that was off. You know, Hangman obviously bled a lot during his title oh, reign. Yeah. Danielson's and, been bleeding a lot lately too. Like yeah. it's just unnecessary. Oh sometimes. yeah, and and there were big moves. There were big like you know momentum stopping kicks and in clotheslines. And there was Hangman. I think did a big backflip out of the ring. Yeah, on a day. You know, so there were some you know big you know potential moves, but yeah, there wasn't any you know blood causing kind of thing stuff. A lot um, of know, big was, strikes though, as it had yeah. always been 
in between chops and forearms and yeah. I think hangman hit another good dead eye for a near fall yeah um but yeah just great shit i went four and a half stars on it i was five on both of their first two matches um but yeah this was just great shit so you know as this match was happening and i think i was texting the twitter group we're a part of with other podcasts like i was saying danielson i think someone had mentioned hangman and that's why i'm like i think the winner of this will win it because imagine if they are going the route of giving mjf the belt at full gear yeah i think it would have made a lot of sense for him to win it off hangman because they've kind of been kept apart a lot but those are you know from the babyface side and the heel side two of your biggest homegrown stars oh sure and it could have like kick-started that feud of like i beat hangman for my first world championship uh-huh. but alas that is not going to happen um so yeah danielson moves on he'll get his opportunity for revenge against chris jericho on wednesday and yeah i mean they had a nice technical sound solid match at um the pay-per-view and i'd like to see him maybe mix it up a little more maybe get a little more uh get a little more intense, you know, maybe a little bloodshed during this one. I don't that, know. And, and like, I imagine like interference from Jericho's, you know, stuff like that, like JAS versus Blackpool combat, Club, you know, like some stuff because that wasn't in the first match at all. Was it? No. And all. I kind of hope it's not again, but yeah. yeah, you're right. There might be some chicanery here, but yeah. I just don't see Jericho getting the win. No. Um, but you know, maybe I, I don't know. I guess really the question is, is MJF winning the belt at full gear? Yeah. And yeah. if he is, I'd, I guess I'd rather see him beat a Jericho than a Danielson. Oh, yeah, it's I history think, of Jericho. But, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's old history. It is, know. but it's deep history. Yeah. Very deep history, as we know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this could go a lot of different ways. And, I mean, you know, no one would ever be upset about Moxley winning it, but – I mean, he was supposed to go on vacation, you know, after all this shit, had to come back because uh, yeah. of it. Um, and, you know, he's been mixed up in all this. And yeah, I just think they're going to kind of go a whole new direction. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so, too. You know, and I think he does need a well-deserved break. But yeah, I think, you know, yeah, like a fresher direction kind of kind of would be good. And, you know, he, he had a good like interim second title reign there, you know. Yeah. For Exciting, sure. I mean, it was fun. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, with fans in the building, because obviously he had the belt during the entirety, you know, throughout COVID. And yeah, mm-hmm. he's just I mean, he is definitely the AEW wrestler of the year, I think, by far, you know, yeah. top three, five wrestler of the year overall. I mean, I'd go Osprey, number one, probably Okada, too, then Mox. But he's had a fucking unbelievable year. And uh, yeah. Like you said, a well-deserved break. The man has earned it. Let him spend time with his daughter. Maybe we'll see him uh, walking out and about here in Cincinnati. Yeah, at, at, at Finlay Market, yeah. where, where, where he's off-rumored to be. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, good stuff. So then there was a pre-taped uh, Jungle Boy promo, just talking about Christian and Luchasaurus, and Luchasaurus turning on him again. And he was I guess pissed Christian- off. Yeah, and Christian did get hurt, so he's like, you know, whenever this match happens, I'm going to kick your ass, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that'll be a few you can put on the back burner yeah, and, for other stuff. This Again, this it, is sort of old, like, last, like past year stuff. You and know? it had a good build until the point, I think, when Luchasaurus turned, turned back, and turned. Like, if they yeah. would have kept him heel from the get-go, mm-hmm. it would have been perfect. Like, they just yeah. didn't need that. 
And I think I'm happy that he's heel and away from him because yeah. I think they'd run their course. And I mm-hmm. think Jungle Boy needs to be a singles guy. And yeah. heel Luchasaurus, I think, is a good thing in general. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was just a little fucked up the way they got there. But you're right. I mean, the feud is far from over. And whenever Christian's back, they can kind of pick it back up. And for now, maybe Jungle Boy, we get to finally see a Jungle Boy versus Luchasaurus match, which I think would be awesome. Yeah, no, I think that would be, yeah, that would be really fresh thing to edit that feud. Yup. And Good. then we get Stokely and his goons. Um, but, but they end up beating up some guy with a headset. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of nonsense. Yeah, yeah, here. yeah. And then the um the 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 ass brothers, Sid and Houston, you know, were kind of like like they're definitely playing the role of the goons because they were both holding oh, them yeah. and throwing them around. And yeah, you know, I kind of thought that they would might put throw them out of the um off the ramp. You know, but they oh, kind of yeah. just, you know, threw him down the ramp and had yeah, yeah. Morrissey right. kick him. That's um, right. Yeah. But a Stokely did, did pretty good. You know, like he definitely had presence, grabbed him by the shirt and was he's so was yelling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and kind of Stokely, he was sort of more of a flash guy. I guess you got to see much more of a physical side to him there. Yeah. And he's, he's always, a little he's a little dude. But yeah, he he's fierce. Clearly, he is fierce. And I've kind of you always seen him like in the shadow of like Jade, who's like, I'm like the alpha like in this here, like always has that more dominant kind of. I'm glad um, that he's kind of pushed away. Yeah, yeah, her, yes, yeah. Yes. So he can kind of, you know, express his sort of like I'm in charge, you know, that, that kind of whole part of his persona. He's been, he himself has been a plus since arriving yeah. here. I think he's just awesome. And yeah, I'd love to see him in a bigger role with this interesting faction. And as we said, no mention of MJF yet, but have to think that's probably coming at some. Oh point. yeah. Got to big time. Maybe, maybe this week. Yep, but good shit, and we go into our main event with uh, our guy West Side Gun again. Um, kind of bringing him out, bringing him out. I had that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I listened I, to him a little bit. I'm not much of a rap guy, but I think Rich maybe had told me about him years ago. He's like, yeah, he raps a lot about wrestling, and so I've listened to some of his stuff. It's pretty good. I mean, it's been a while, but uh, yeah, good shit here from West Side Gun, bringing out the hometown boy Daniel Garcia, getting the really only big face reaction he's ever received because he's been, you know, firmly entrenched as a heel since showing up, you know, until recently with this kind of back and forth with between Danielson and Jericho, but really cool to see the passion from Garcia. Like you could just see how into it he was during the entrance. And then of course, after he won the match as well, like fighting back tears and everything but yeah this was just an outstanding match and moment for daniel garcia oh yeah and as someone who's like sort of struggled on the mic and having that like presence outside of like the actual fighting and the wrestling and stuff like he uh you know um i thought was um you know at least in his mannerisms and expressions you know the the opposite of that you know he was making up for that and i thought that was a like I said, I thought that was exciting. I think Wheeler Yuta, for some reason in my head, like their AEW regards these guys as, you know, peers very much. Oh, so. absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. These two are kind of on the same level. Eternal They're on the up and up. foes. Yeah, it's eternal kind of foes. I, yeah. They kind of come in at the same time. They're both yep. part of opposing factions. Both like, you know. young, like 23, 24, 25, something yeah, like yeah, that. They're both young guys about the same height, same, you know, they, they, they like, so they definitely, um, you know, in the ring and, and just kind of how they're, how they're booked, you know. Yeah. That, that, that's a, you know, even though they're kind of still finding themselves a little bit, like mm-hmm. in terms of character, like you know, I think this is a a a, a hit for. I for totally AEW. agree. Yeah, I mean they, and this was a rematch. I know you didn't watch the last ROH pay per view, but they had the match there. 
Yuta got the win and retained the title. So I had a feeling Garcia was going to win. Oh, yeah. In some, town. In, oh, big time. Yeah. And totally deserved. I mean, he's been unbelievable. And I think he's gained some better presence on the mic and character work through working with Chris Jericho. Oh, and I think certainly. that's definitely why they put him there yeah. as opposed to the Blackpool combat club where everyone yeah. thought that's where he would be best suited. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought the match was great. Um, you know, pretty technical, but also, you know, a lot of striking a little yeah. bit of flying from Utah per usual. Um, but it's yeah, a- what he, he tapped him out at the end, I think it was like a choke or some yeah. sort of move like that, but yeah, crowd went nuts. And, uh, then we had the moment after the match as well. So, you know, Jericho, not at ringside, but, you know, showing his support. You know, yeah. I know you're going to well, win. Watching the TV. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, but then after the match, Danielson, first one to come out, clapping his hands, cheering for him. And he ends up taking the belt and putting it on him, you know, which is a big sign of respect. Yeah. Um, and I loved Jericho kind of coming out and like, what the fuck? You know, what, what? And the whole time Garcia wasn't looking at him. I don't know if yeah. that was intentional or not. I don't know. Yeah. But it was perfect because it's like this big crowning moment of his career with, I believe on record, he said his favorite wrestler in the world, Danielson. Um, so like in mixing a little realism here into the story and yeah, Jericho obviously pissed off. And I think it wasn't until like right before they went off the air that you had Garcia kind of look out to him and had like some sort of look of, eh, whatever on his face. Um, you know, it seems as if, you know, all this back and forth, he had been siding with Jericho, but you know, I think there's still obviously a lot of juice in here, given that those two are wrestling next week um, or in two days, I guess, yeah. as we sit oh, here wow, right yeah. now. Um, yeah, so, long. yeah, I assume we'll see uh, a lot more follow up uh, here in two days. Oh, for sure. And uh, no, another great thing, uh, good uh, Michael, I, like uh, Taz is great, but I thought Michael Adams on this and during the Hangman fight was exceptional oh, on any, commentary. Yeah, yeah. Regal's unbelievable. Like, I yeah. love that pretty much any time they're in a match, he's on commentary. But on Rampage, he was not. He was at ringside. Yeah, I saw that. Which I thought was interesting as well. Um, But yeah, he just adds so much to the broadcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. And adds like, you know, like, you know, like a lot of, uh, you know, not like not obvious, like heel commentary or, yeah. or bias. He brings you know, but... more to like the story and about the guys like yeah. styles and yeah. things of that nature. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, what I... type of fighter they are and. Yeah, I think yeah, good era realism. Yeah, and I think for him, like this guy seems to have like a, a vested interest or a hand in both of these guys' careers. For sure. So I think he really kind of helped accentuate, you know, and what he went said on it there. on commentary about Garcia. He's like, he's amazing, but I don't want him in the Blackpool well, yeah. Combat Club because we need great fighters to fight against. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that was one thing that really stood out to me. Yeah, yeah for sure. So we'll see that. what happens with Garcia. I mean, it seems like he's going to leave, but uh-huh. I mean, like Regal said, you know, he didn't necessarily want him. I feel like he and Yuta need to be kept apart. You know, I don't wouldn't oh, yeah. really want to see them in the same faction, but no. maybe he kind of stays like on the outer rim and just is kind of like Danielson's guy, but we'll see. It's uh, certainly intriguing. A lot of intrigue uh, with a lot here over the sure. next couple of weeks as we lead to Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yeah, no, I, th- I think like you know, I don't know if we need like the him leaving Jericho drama just yet, but I think yeah, it can you know build slowly. For yeah, sure. I think yeah, slow build would be good for that. But yeah, great show. You know, yes, nice reset. 
Um, you know, as I mentioned, a lot of excitement coming up, up on these next two weeks. And then before we know it, we'll be building the full gear, which I think is like November 13th, 14th, 15th, something like that. Yeah. So we're about two months away, be about a month and a half after Arthur Ashe. But yeah, uh, you know, we flipped the script. We're turning the page. Um, it's a new era here. It's a new era there. Good times ahead. Hey, hey. <laughs> New era here, here, new era there, here era, new era, 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 record scratch.